What's up, everybody? This is Judith Hagop. You're listening to Mad Love. I can't believe we're already, you know, staring down the barrel of 2023, uh, trying to figure out what that year is going to look like. Um, I've had a very busy and really productive 2022. Uh, I had a lot of personal successes. As you guys know, my year was dominated by my mother and her dementia. It has been awful. Um, you know, I, it's awful. And I have been open about the whole process because I don't want anybody else to have to go through it the way I did. It was sort of like, do, 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 do. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> like, I'm just sort of trying to get myself together and live my own best life. And then, you know, I get saddled with this responsibility and I'm not angry about it. I'm not resentful about it. It is what it is, you know? Uh, even if, if I were a billionaire, I don't see me just parking my mom somewhere and not, uh, seeing about her. You know, I just, that's just not who I am. So, and again, it's a recipe for a ghost because my father would have a, a whole problem with that. Even though they were divorced, he was very much like, you need to be good to your mom. You only get one mother, honor thy mother and father. But he he really didn't talk by himself as much. He just was like, you need to look after your mom. I'd be like, ugh. So anyway, <laughs> that was a real flashback. <laughs> That's a real conversation we probably had in my teen years. Because my parents split up when I was uh, about to become a senior in high school. And... Uh, uh, it was, well, they started the process when I was a freshman in high school, but it didn't end, and my dad didn't leave the house until my, uh, into my, uh, the beginning of my senior year of high school. So anyway, I think a lot about him at this time of the year. December 9th is his uh, date of passing. It was just such a horrible day. Um, I hated going to his funeral. I hated all of that. But in a very real way, I feel just as close to my dad now as I did when he was alive, which I can't explain. I mean, I sometimes when I laugh a certain laugh, I hear him. That's his laugh. Um, I can hear his voice. I can hear his I can feel his instruction. I've probably taken maybe three people's advice in my whole life. And my dad was the first person because I felt like he knew me. I can't take your advice if you don't know me. You know, and I remember he was the one who told me that. I I remember uh, he told me he knew me. We were um, talking. I was in high school and I was learning about, I think I learned this, um, the phrase, hell is other people. And I was like, that sounds about right. And he looked at me and he was like, hey, I know you. You're a people person. You love people. And I was like, huh. And it's something powerful when someone says they know you. Hey, I know you. And to be honest with you, I respond best to the people I feel who know me. It doesn't matter if you're trying to give me advice or, you know, if you don't know my situation and all the nuances and all the stuff, I really have to be honest. I'm probably never going to ask your advice. And... I just, I don't know if I would seek it out. I put, I'm not an advice person anyway. I don't go, I don't ask for a lot of advice, you know? And I think that's probably why, because a, a ton of, I trust my own gut and my own instincts. And a lot of people just really don't know you, you know? Um, 
Your friendship circle is so important. You become the five people you talk to and deal with the most. So that's kind of scary because right now I deal with an 85-year-old dementia patient the most. And I don't want to become anything like that. (laughs) But, I mean, in all seriousness, you become the five people you hang around with the most. So it's important. And, excuse me, I just yawned. And some of these people really don't know you. I don't know. I think we I think we need to just examine our relationships better. You know, I, I personally, I just think it's important. I have some not only are my friends like my friends and I like and respect and love them all. I um, just feel like they're good people. They'd be good people whether I was friends with them or not. Like I would want to know them if I didn't know them. And you can't say that for everybody. I was talking to my very dear friend yesterday, and we were talking about, um, I think she was concerned that I was going to come in less conservative about transgender issues. I think people should be themselves and live in the world, you know, harassment free. You should be able to be who you want to be, and no one should bother you. But that doesn't mean I understand everything. And... I don't understand giving children uh, hormones. I don't. If you, I don't get that. If you're eight years old, I'm not sure you should be on hormone therapy uh, to prevent puberty. I don't know if that's really a thing. I know that's been expressed as a concern. Uh, I, I mean, and also on top of that, I really hate the idea of men who have gone through puberty then have a sex change and then get to compete in women's sports. That's wrong. That is wrong in every way because men have 30% more muscle mass than women, period. If you go through puberty, you 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 still a man. They don't, you don't lose your muscle. And if you never had a period, you're not really having women's issues to me. I'm sorry. Our hormones and all the things we go through uh, with having periods and cycles and, uh, you know, your your these uh, fluctuations with your hormones. I mean, hey, you, you can be your own thing. That's fine. But please don't talk about being a woman because that is different. It's different. And being a, a biological woman is hard from zero to the end. <laughs> and that's just the way I feel about it. Now, does that mean I think I that means I think you should be able to live your life as a trans person without harassment. You should live uh, without anybody bothering you and you should have the best life you possibly can. But like I said, that doesn't mean that I think you have the same issues and concerns that I have as a woman. And you got your you got issues that I don't know about. I just think sometimes we just have these bizarre notions like I think at the core of it is this whole idea that everybody's going to be included. The fact that people are uh, companies are hiring people to do inclusion jobs. Do you realize that part of what makes us grow is when we don't feel included and we are not cowards and we don't just go grab guns and shoot up our grade school or high school. When we actually work through those issues like mature, uh, emotionally available human beings, 
We need to get past this notion that we can save everybody from their pain. That is a a liberal, uh, dangerous message. And like I said, I didn't know I did not like liberals until I started working with them and they start talking down to you on, on issues of race. And you're like, wait, you're not trying to help us. You feel sorry for me. You think I'm too stupid to figure out my own issues. I'm just too dumb and black to be helped. So, but you're going to give it your best shot because you the one. That is the core of liberalism. And I hate to break your notions about it, but those hardcore white liberals that are smiling and voting out of guilt, that is what they think. It's true. And that's why their movement consistently fails because people figure out, wait, you're not trying to help me. You feel sorry for me. You know, you can kiss my ass. Listen, go and look up what Malcolm X said about liberals. It's it's deep and it's true. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. And once you know it, you be like, wait, okay, this is something different than what I was expecting. And there's a ton of them in this movement. And they are uh, helping us get killed at a much faster rate, in my opinion. But... I'm off on another tangent. Again, I think everybody should be able to live in the world the way they want to live. Um, That doesn't mean I understand everything. I don't understand everything. I truly will never understand how a man can compete in a sport with a woman just because he had a sex change at 18. Did you see that one swimmer? He, as a man, he was like number 200 in the world and then after he had a sex change he was number one but he didn't have a sex change till he was like 18 that's insane that's wrong that is really really wrong and it's like here we go women are always at a disadvantage now even a man who's become a woman is ahead of us come on dog that that doesn't make sense it just doesn't anyway December 9th is my dad's, uh, the anniversary of my dad's passing. I think this year it'll be 13 years. Oh my gosh, that's so wild. But what's really weird is, you know, I really didn't get to talk to him very much because he had started to forget and he was, I just couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. All the stuff I'm going through with my mom, I avoided with my dad and I couldn't take it. He, I was his favorite person. And one great thing about my dad is everybody thought they were his favorite person, but I actually was. And uh, it just, it was just too hard. And so this is a little bit better because I knew I, I mean, my mom loves me. Don't get me wrong. I've always known she loves me, but she was never really warm or fuzzy. And she could say so many mean things and just be like, oh, so it, I don't know. It's all hard. It really is. It's not better. Just just pray you and your loved ones don't get dementia. Do everything you can to avoid it. And uh, for people in your life that are of a certain age, get a plan. Ask what they want. See if you can accommodate that. Talk to your siblings. You guys need a plan. I'm telling you. It's coming for someone in your family. Your mom, your husband's mom, you know, somebody. It could be your husband, could be you, who knows, but you need to have a plan uh, because this is just, they don't know what causes it. So that's a big part of the problem. 
All right, family. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, Yeah, and let's stop trying to keep each other from our pain. Some shit hurts. And to try to live a life where nobody gets their feelings hurt and no one feels uh, ostracized or not included. I mean, everybody has moments of that. Everybody has moments of where they just didn't fit in. They walked into a room, it wasn't a room, and they had to leave. I mean, everybody's like somebody that didn't like them back the way they liked them. And if you haven't, fuck off. (laughs) It's superhuman to crush on someone and they like your friend. You know, I mean, those are things that happen and you have to grow from them. There is a reason why you were here. You you were born for a reason. And I think we have gone way too far trying to keep people from their pain. Sometimes you need the pain to get to your mission. You know, and I'm not saying going around just being miserable and and hurting and emotionally unstable your whole life. But there are moments that I can look back and I know because they were painful, I made completely different choices and changed my life for the better. Because unfortunately, that's how I learned. Not a lot of people learn, you know, from pleasure. I'm having so much fun and I'm learning all these great life lessons. This has been said by no one. Almost everyone learns through pain. And some of these lessons are valuable. Stop trying to cheat people out of their value in life. You, the, the pain brings, the pain is some of the part of the process and it brings the transformative energy that you need sometimes. Cause if it didn't hurt, you wouldn't change. You know, if it didn't move you enough to be like, damn, I don't ever want to feel like that again. You know, you would stay the same. And that's the problem. Many of you want to have these amazing and extraordinary lives and experiences, and you just want to stay exactly the way you are right now. But if you were capable of attracting those kinds of experiences, you would be having them already. So you need to change. You need to grow. You need to evolve. And that's good. That is a good thing. You know, lean into your pain. It has a purpose. Thank you for listening.